You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, And we are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I are here recording on a Monday. Sorry for the slight change in schedule. Uh, I had some stuff to do this weekend, but we are back. And the Celtics have won two straight. Uh, I was in New York, uh, upstate New York, for the weekend with my girlfriend. And, I mean, Sam, Celtics undefeated uh, while I'm in New York. And undefeated by a large margin. So maybe Undefeated I when, I'm, when I'm in the Garden this year. Also very yeah. true. Sam went to the Hornets game. And you want to give us some insight on how that's working? Obviously, fans just got let back. So how does yeah. it work inside yeah, team? Yeah. So me and my main man, Tyler, uh, the Muffin Man, we went yesterday. We left my house around like 3 o'clock for a 6 p.m. tip. Got there. Not bad traffic. couple people on the road. You know, maybe don't belong on the road, but that's that. We get there, park, Dock Square, which is usually where we park. Um, it was still 40 bucks to park. The parking was the same. We walked down, um, halftime pizza was not open yesterday, whether it's because of Easter, which I think it might've been, or I mean, I hope they didn't go out of business, but I, I can't imagine even if they weren't making enough money that they would ever give up the spot they have like right next to the garden. So I'm sure they're all right, but we ended up eating at Banners, which is one of the new restaurants, like right when you walk up the stairs in the front of the garden. Mm-hmm. How was it? Um, it was good. It was kind of expensive. Not the same so, as halftime? No, it's not. <laughs> and I got a double cheeseburger, which I usually don't even eat cheeseburgers, but I was like, you know what? We'll have a cheeseburger today. But then we go in. Oh, another thing before you go in is Tyler did this at his house for both of us, so I didn't have to worry about it. But they have this thing, it's called Play It Safe Promise, I think, and you sign up for it online, like basically saying, hey, I don't have COVID and I'm not going to go into the game if I do have COVID. And then, you know, there's a few things, like if you're vaccinated, like you're underneath the, you're fine, so I was fine, like things like that. But they did have COVID testing. We didn't go in there, and I don't really know who would have to get COVID tested. Maybe if you didn't do that beforehand, they test you. Uh, it's in the Guy Fieri restaurant on the other side of the escalators. So that's where that is. Um, so we did that. We go in. Uh, it's so different going in right now because there's not like lines of people at the at the metal detectors anymore. Yeah. So you just walk right up <laughs> and you go in. And my thing went off like five times because I had wore a belt and I told the guy, I'm like, hey, I'm wearing a belt. And they didn't care. Like, yeah, they didn't ask me to take the belt off. Like any of the times, like I'm telling you, man, like it's the belt. Then like they scanned me. They said it was good. And he was like, yeah, like it actually was the belt. I'm like, oh, it was. (laughs) Um, Yeah. One thing that had me bummed is they don't have, and it makes sense why they don't, they don't have the programs or like the little posters that you get from every game. Cause I collect those. If I don't, I think I've talked about this on the show at some point before, but I haven't recently. I collect like the little the game day has the rosters on the back, player Celtic on the front. They didn't have them. I was really bummed. Big W for you know having less people is being six foot three. I don't have a whole lot of leg room at the Garden, so I could put my legs over the top of the row in front of me, mm-hmm. and it was incredible. Wow. Uh, Lucky came up. He took a picture with. He was in our section, dude. He was like literally doing backflips, like like down like <laughs> down the stairs. It's so weird. He he took a picture with Tyler. Down the told stairs. Me, well, like he was he was down the stairs on like the landing. He okay, wasn't okay. flipping down the stairs. I, I thought you. That's what you meant. I was so concerned. Yeah, no. <laughs> he said he liked my my New Balance like Celtic edition shoes, and I was like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, you don't see too many of those around. I was like, no, probably not. <laughs> but he, he took a picture of my friend. Uh, he was really nice to everybody. And uh, they won. Anything else that I'm forgetting? Uh, it, it sounded pretty good in there. And it wasn't a very intense game. But when they were going on a big run in the second quarter, it got pretty loud. It, it was it was a good time, though. I'd recommend going. And hopefully, we were talking about this before we went on. The, the Rangers, Texas Rangers, have a full stadium today in Texas. Not saying mm. it's, you know, the best thing, but. 
I'm rooting for them. And I'm also yeah. rooting for the UFC later this month when they have like their full arena event. Because if things go well and you know they see whether it'll happen or not, if if no one really gets sick or anything from it, like who knows? Maybe they'll be quicker to reopen things. I, I, I hope like it's it either. I feel like it's either going to be seen as like a good step in the right direction or a co- total disaster, and there's not going to really big well, be a big like, for having the balls to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you. Somebody's got to be the first one. Like Texas is like, I guess a good place to start because like everyone's like, oh, like it's Texas, so like whatever. <laughs> what else do you expect? Maybe like Florida would have been a good. Another, well, it is for the UFC, but that's where they're having theirs in Jacksonville. There you go. UFC hit a big home run with the Fight Island thing, though. They did that was that was elite. What they did there, they brought everyone out, isolated yeah, they, them, they just bought their own like island to fight on. I mean, if you got the funds, that's what you got to do. But uh, coming back to the Celtics. Like we oh, said, one more thing. Two, it's yeah, yeah. crazy when you leave the game that Causeway Street is not like packed, like with cars. Mm, that is, yeah. Like there is nobody in bumper to bumper traffic outside the garden after the game. It's like really weird. Wow. Anything else? There was a guy playing the saxophone, so that felt normal. He was there. Yeah, he was playing the saxophone. He What's had his, his Venmo. Again? I don't know. Next time I, I'll, if I go again soon, which I might. I'll like remember his Venmo and I'll plug him on the podcast just so people send him money. <laughs> but I, I feel like I definitely know. continue that. Yeah, continue. But yeah, Joe Sparks is that him? Yeah, that Joe was him. Sparks. Yeah, yeah. His, his like, oh, his thing is either like Boston Joe Sachs or Joe Sparks Sachs or something like that. It was on. He had like a little sheet with his Venmo on it. Yeah. Nope. I did not see Black Swan yesterday. Um, he may be out and about, and I just didn't run into him, but I didn't see him. It's very bummed that halftime pizza was not open. That that is the place to be on a game day. Yeah, I, I mean overall, it's it's, a, it's dope that you got to go though. The like, pro they, they had like a pro shop open, which was weird, and like people were like trying on jerseys and putting them back. Like I I don't care, but I was just like oh like that's kind of weird that they let them do that with COVID. Like it, Defeat, that kind of stuff. Like better. I don't get like irate like turn into a Karen or anything. I just think to myself like ah, it's interesting that they do that. But like it, it's just. Weird that the they don't allow open. some things. Some of oh, them were open. were open. Some, okay. some were open. Did there you guys have one... like designated times you could go? Because I know at Fenway Park they're doing like, okay, you can only go to the bathroom no. during this time and stuff. Nope. But... I went at halftime to the concession, got five pieces of chicken. I honestly, I could have done the whole, the 10 piece like family bucket of chicken probably, but I didn't. I did a five piece. But yeah, yeah I, that was the, back the day. Didn't decide to go with the the twenty piece nugget or whatever. You rated well, back for the game before the game. If I didn't eat it all, I probably would have went all in and got a ten piece uh, chicken tender, like the big bucket. They, their fries were good, man. I, I usually don't eat in the garden because it's too expensive. But I was like, man, just you're take hungry. My- yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, but yeah, like I was saying a little earlier, Celtics two game win streak. I mean. Way to bounce back from a couple tough losses against the Pelicans and the Mavericks, right? By blowing out two teams that you probably should blow out, but still. It was nice to see them go out and do that. Unfortunate that, what, the day before the game, they said Hayward was out for four weeks. I was looking forward to seeing him back at TD. Uh, fans or no fans, you know what I'm saying? Just come back um, to where it started. Or not where it started, but where the whole saga uh, came to an end. But Terry Rozier, I mean, he, he's doing his thing in Charlotte. Uh, overall, just what do you think of those two wins? We don't have to spend too much time on them because they were so one-sided. But Dude, I yeah. thought Terry Rozier was I, – I would have, like, told you guys, like, pregame he was going to score a lot of points yesterday. <laughs> and he, he came out and scored, like, 10 right away. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, he really is going to score, like, 50 points. But he cooled off. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, okay, you just sent me something. We can just skip on right from these games. Paul Pierce just got released from ESPN. Paul Pierce uh, for those is listening. the man. And, <laughs> not that like I really care for anything he was doing in the video, but it's just he's just like mad funny dude. Like, and in Tim, our buddy Tim Shields, like said in our little tech, our Twitter chat, he was like, "Did he get fired on purpose?" Because like he's super pumped. <laughs> like he just yeah. tweeted out a video of him smiling, which is he's just really weird, honestly. Like he's it's like a creepy smile. <laughs> he's just he's just like it's he's not smiling, but like he's got like a smile, but his like mouth is open. It's it's so weird that his uh... mouth is open. But Abby got? Chin tweeted like an hour ago a shamrock in the eyes emoji. Yeah, you just sent that in. I did, and yeah. 
I mean, that must be what it is. It and has he, to be, right? We we have talked about this before, whether we did – I don't know if we've done it on the pod, but like he would be the, probably the perfect did. guy to mm-hmm. be play-by-play or play-by-play, color with Mike Gorman. First of all, mm-hmm. Mike Gorman loves Paul Pierce. He said like he's his favorite Celtic of all time, even over Larry Bird. Yeah. And, I mean, dude is – he he's like probably the closest thing to naturally being Tommy Heinsohn without being Tommy Heinsohn. Like it's, it wouldn't be forced – because he's been on the na- – first of all, I'm happy he's getting out of there because they clown him on national TV, and that, that's yeah. uncalled for. But he is literally like the biggest homer ever on national TV, and it it works perfect for him. Maybe he did get fired on purpose, dude. Like he is, mean, he, is, he is the happiest person that's ever just been fired that I've ever seen. Yeah, and I mean that IG Live story, I, I'll admit it. It was – wild that was (laughs) undescribable i mean is is he married he's married he's married with kids yeah so he was just (laughs) like i i I was in new york like i said it was lost for words i pull it up i was like do you see this right now like what what's and we we, like did research i'm like he's married right like i'm i'm fairly certain he has children and i and well no she said that i was like no no way he has kids i pull it up he's like fully married for like 10 years with two kids and he's on ig live doing this which is well he's with strippers he's not like he's not cheating with other women but i mean still it's very weird though (laughs) i was like i was like that is strange for somebody that's married but like i guess I don't know. I listened to the Toucher and Rich this morning on the radio, and they, uh, Fred did not seem to think it was uh, over the top. Like he did anything wrong, and it was just out of nowhere. I think is what it was because he doesn't do stuff like that on the regular, right? He yeah. he doesn't usually post stuff on Instagram like that constantly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't it, use Instagram anymore, but I don't. Yeah. When I did use it, I don't remember him doing anything wild like that. But that's yeah, I mean, funny. and he he has he has huh. had a face turn over the national. <laughs> <laughs> I think people like him again now just because yeah. like, that was super funny. So good for him. And mm-hmm. um, it's 7.30 right now on Mo- – or 7.36 really on Monday. Uh, if if we're doing this show and something else happens, we'll come back to it if, you know, yeah. break big news breaks. Honestly, I might have to turn on notifications for the account <laughs> to see. Just in case. You never know. But, I mean, what I'm saying is this. This is my theory, right? Kyle Draper obviously was on NBC Sports Boston with Abby Chen doing pros game and pregame. I feel like Paul Pierce would either get slotted into that spot, and that's why Abby tweeted about it, or they'd bump Scal there and put Paul on color. You know what I'm saying? I they might do a three man team if they do that. Because I I still and people hate Scal, and if you're listening to this, you hate Scal, you're probably gonna get mad. But I I feel like Scal doesn't deserve to just get the boot. You know, like he's been doing this for six years now like occasionally filling in for tommy and now he's the full-time dude but i don't think that's in i don't think he's super terrible he's just not tommy heinson like i said if you want tommy then paul pierce is probably the closest thing you're gonna get well, without would you take paul over scout yeah i would i think he's the perfect guy i already said it but if, if you're in scout shoes you're like what the hell man like yeah that's i don't tough. know maybe maybe he understands the like, guy's numbers in the rafters i mean we all knew this had to happen at some point whether it was going to happen right now, because he's on. He, I mean, if he wants to go into media, there's no better place for him to be at NBC Sports Boston. People will love him, yeah. even if he is just at the desk. Who knows? So, do you think that? I'm trying to think of the way. Like, do you think that if Mike Gorman were to retire, Scal and Paul could do it? Because I don't think that would work at all. No, I don't. I don't. Well, they did. They did have Scal do play by play Friday night, and, and he I, wasn't I, color. He was he was play by play, and Mannix did the color. Which yeah, is weird. I, did, I didn't I don't, like Mannix I don't think, at all. First of all, I don't think I don't think Mike Gorman is. If if Mike Gorman retires, I think it's going to be Grandy to be yeah. the next. Guy. I and I, I liked did, Grandy. Grandy of the night was. Great. I didn't hear him yesterday, but I know he's fine. I've heard games with Grandy on it before. He's fine. Yeah, I like Grandy. Mannix was like, I I, I take it back. What I said, I, I don't want to say Mannix like actually it. It was wasn't just, bad as color because he gave you good analysis. Yeah, like he's he's kind of a smart dude. He's just weird. I feel <laughs> like him and Scal are too similar. Like they were too similar on the broadcast in some yeah, sense. Well, does that well, make sense? Yeah, you can't have two color guys doing the broadcast. It doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So, yeah, like I, I think they two, do a little different. It's like having two point guards like, at the same time. It doesn't particularly work the best. Yeah, or, you know, like somebody playing on a position doesn't doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I, I'm pumped. Like this is this is my favorite thing of the day now. Like I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, I mean, this you've been theorizing about this. 
Maybe yeah, they'll put him on the TNT desk. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I hope not. Get Dwayne uh, Wade on yeah. television. I, oh, I hate Dwayne Wade. Oh, uh, I forgot about your so, hatred for Dwayne Wade. Man, that's real. Who's that other guy they have? That's like the, he gets the entirely B- too much love. Who's the B-Tech Ernie Johnson they have? I don't know. The other is. white guy. Okay, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? That other guy who's on Off the top of my head, no. I know he's a white guy, and he's, he's he plays oh, yeah. Oh, but it's not Ernie Johnson, but I don't know I who it is. Exactly. That's my point. But uh, even yeah, though I mean, the dream job of kind of us, but yeah. like, <laughs> let's shit on him, right? Like he's achieved exactly. a lot. Let me shit on him. Nah, but I don't know who it is. I'm telling you. Exactly. Head. Exactly. Um, other news. Romeo Langford played in a basketball game. That's pretty huge. Well, that right? was pretty cool. He got off the bench. Everybody started clapping for him. It's nice when like people at the game are in the know about what's going on. Cause sometimes you get casuals like, these guys in our section, oh, this is funny. Uh, like, there were defense chants, but they were chanting defense, like, at the wrong time. Like, everybody else would say defense, and then there would be the pause. And in the pause, they would then say defense. Like, they were <laughs> out of sync on the defense. No, they just – I don't think they understood. They These people had 1,000% never been to a game before. Okay. Um, Interesting. <laughs> they had no idea how to do defense chant. And then my buddy Tyler was getting all tight with the usher because the usher, I don't know if you would know who I'm talking about. There is an usher that will occasionally be put on the big screen and he'll dance. And we had that guy and he he's probably not like as popular as like some other, like the chicken head guy or the green hair guy. Those guys were both there. Um, but that guy will occasionally dance, but like he was trying to uh, start like scary Terry chance at Gordon Hayward chance pregame. And my friend was not having any of it. He was like, dude, this guy needs to shut up now. Tyler getting heated. Yeah, he was not. <laughs> That's hilarious. He, he had a blast. Um, Glad we had yeah. fun. It was it was a good time to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we'll get more people in there mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. If I'm if I'm the Celtics and I'm Baker in Massachusetts, I'm saying, listen, you can have full as many people as you want, but everyone has to be vaccinated. Every That's single person smart. has to be vaccinated. Yeah. Everybody will start to get the vaccine then because there's more to it other than not having COVID. It's more of, hey, <laughs> this is my pass to do things again. Not yeah. even if you don't care about getting COVID, like it's like your your passport, which is something they're talking about. Yeah, like, I mean, passport or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know all about it, but I know that is a thing. Who talked about that? It was on the news. It was oh, like okay. it was I something you. I, I uh, watched. I was like, what? I was like studying the other station. I was like, that's a really good idea, Sam. You should tell someone about it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, gotcha. no, that is an idea. But yeah, well, it's I mean, like, it was a good time. And people yeah. see, it was, it was nice not having uh, a, like, you're sitting with your friend and everybody else kind of fucks off. You know, there's no one else next to you. <laughs> there's no one in front of you. Yeah. It's nice. But it's also nice having people that don't fuck off because then there's more people in the building. So it, it's yeah. it's a win-win, I think. I like the whole vaccine thing, though, because then all, all, all the idiots could actually have something, you know, hey, who cares about my health? But I can at least go see the Celtics, right? All those... In all honesty, that's why I'm like all happy about people getting vaccinated. Like, yeah, yeah, I want everyone to be healthy, but like everyone gets vaccinated and then everything kind of becomes more normal. And that's what everybody wants. I mean, I don't mind sitting in my house. I never have had a problem playing Xbox all day, but right. I would have enjoyed my (laughs) last few years of college being like actually like, you know, going to class and stuff instead of being unmotivated and doing it all online. But yeah, like if people have like something dangling over their head to like say, Here's a little reward for getting vaccinated. They will thousand percent do it. Exactly. No doubt. Just they just go get it. vaccinated, people. If you listen to this, come on. Like, just please. <laughs> but uh, without straying too much into I like uh, the CDC. <laughs> we, we keep saying this every time. Very sorry if you like don't want to get vaccinated. We're just spreading propaganda yeah. on. Please don't yeah. click off. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, there you go. But uh. Back to Romeo. I mean, the man played some solid defense in the very first possession. Blocked Miles Bridges at the room. Was it Bridges His or PJ? First thing he did was step out of yeah. bounds. Okay, we'll, that was we'll so move fire. Past that. <laughs> it was so funny. Like everyone was all you knew like, it was he gave a nice little standing ovation when he checked in the game. The first thing he does is catch the ball. He's uh, standing out of bounds. Brutal. You knew it was coming too. As soon as you saw he, him down, he played really good defense aside from the block. Like he was, he was doing a good job on the perimeter. But the block was a big time play. Dude hasn't played basketball in like probably six, seven months, and he comes in. That's the first thing he does. He made a three. Great. He didn't. He didn't shoot well in the fourth gar in the garbage time though, which is not still, great. But still though, if he can play that defense, he'll have a better role than Neesmith, which is who's getting some minutes at times, and Romeo can take those, uh, in my opinion. Um, Peyton Pritchard passed Larry Bird all-time threes by a rookie. I mean, that's something. Nothing 
great, but <laughs> I can see you're amused by the stat, <laughs> but it was news. No, I, I, I saw it. I'm just looking to see if there's any more updates on Paul Pierce. That's what it is. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Um, other news, Fournier decided to shoot the ball better since we've last spoke. I think the last time we spoke was after his over 10 performance, right? And now, I mean, the man doesn't miss anymore. Evan Fournier is, you said it the other day, right? Fournier left missing in March. Yeah, I right? tweeted it. He, he left missing last month. He's, he's over that now. Dude, <laughs> it is what they expected to get when they traded for him. Good for him. I'm, I'm really happy he bounced back from the 0 of 10 start. It's really tough to come to a place like Boston and start like that with the media and the fans, how, uh, you know, how uh, tough they can be critical. But he, he's looked really good. He plays, he makes good decisions with the ball. He had a lot of assists too yesterday. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of this team. They've been really good aside from those two losses last week. They've won four of the last six now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's it's looking like they could be all right. Tomorrow's a big time test against Philly. I don't I don't know if they'll yeah. win that just because I don't, I don't think they, they have Embiid though. To, no, I, I think Embiid's playing. Really? I know he was hurt for a while. Is I'm not positive finally? about that. I'm, but I'm pretty well. He got dunked on by Cat the other day. So unless he got hurt. Oh, in you're so right. Back. I totally forgot. Yeah. And then he he had like a nice and one over him on the other end. Gonna be fair to the man. Hmm. Embiid did not play. He did not play Sunday against Memphis. Maybe well, that, that was because it was, was a back-to-back. It was so. the back-to-back. That's okay. Why. That'll probably be it. And then no George Hill, no Tyrese Maxey. I'm excited uh, to see Ben Simmons against. not do anything against the Celtics, though, knock on wood. <laughs> he usually doesn't really have that much of an impactful game. He had, like, a good close to the game the last time. It was like we must have done a podcast or a pregame, like, the day before. And I was like, dude, like, tell me one time where he's done something that you're yep. like, damn, like, you know, he really changed the game. And he came out and had a decent night. But, like, historically against the Celtics, Ben Simmons has been, like, a negative for Philadelphia. He had one last year. I remember he had one last year when Embiid was out and they beat the Celtics. I don't know if Jalen was hurt, too, but I know there was a game last year where Simmons popped off. But, but like, I remember when they played them in the playoffs a couple of years ago, like, they were literally better when he was on the bench, like, in the fourth, like, to close the game, like, because the guy won't shoot a three. And it, it's such, like, a minor... Yeah part of like his whole skill set to like pick at but like it's really kind of important as someone that's going to handle the ball to do i don't know yeah no i i understand i i think it's more for me like not that he he doesn't shoot them but like he like refuses to try and get better i think that's the part of me that like just wants to rip him because i think it's just soft like shoot the threes man like who cares like (laughs) there are guys in the league that shoot threes that i mean marcus smart gets more shit than anybody and he's fine he yeah, exactly. he shoots like a decent clip. He had a good game yesterday, good game Friday, from what I remember. Um, Marcus Smart, by the way, this is what I want to talk about. Um, did you hear his post game interview on the radio, Jack? Yeah, I yeah, did. I where he called pieces. out CLNS. That was yeah. so funny. I thought of you guys. That's that's good for them. That they yeah. they must have been over the moon that he was. They were like, he listens to what we say. Yeah, Marcus Smart. Not happy with defensive criticisms, although I mean, you got mad at me for defensive criticisms of Marcus Smart on this show last week. Remember? Yeah, uh, and he's been fine. To yeah, me, yeah. in my eyes, he's been fine. If you want to criticize him, criticize his shooting because it had been down lately. But I, I don't I think I, I was don't just have looking at it. Yeah, I was looking at it in the grand scheme of the Celtics' defense overall this season, and he's been a part of that. So that's definitely affecting his personal defensive numbers. But I mean, you can't say that this year has been as elite as years past for Marcus uh, probably not but there haven't been as many like moments where exactly like, he's no, had the opportunity to be elite and I feel like over these last this last week or week or so um since the Celtics have changed their pattern when they lose games whether they lose or win it seems like they're not blowing games in the fourth quarter anymore whatever they figured out great but like they were now, their new thing is they they come out and shit the bed, and then they have to work the whole game to get back into it, rather than playing really good and then losing the game at the last minute. Which I I prefer to be honest with you, it's more enjoyable to watch. But yeah, Marcus, yeah. I think has showed like real grit over the last week or however long since that change has happened. Like there are a couple instances where he dove for the ball or did something crazy that I was like, okay, like. I understand, like, people were saying we didn't have that, but here it is. Like, he's starting to make some more memorable plays again. Maybe it's having fans back for him. Who knows? 
I feel like a big part of it too is as much as we kind of undersold it, those trade rumors low key might have gotten in his head a little bit because if yeah, you notice like absolutely. the before and after, a hundred percent, that definitely has to be a big factor of it. And on the whole team too, right? When half of your team is you know bottled up in trade rumors, they're not going to play as well. Even though they went okay four and zero into the All Star break, then they struggled, and then the trade deadline happened, and then they looked okay since then the team as a whole looks better even if they are losing some close games which is tough but um i think being out of that mindset of okay i could get traded is definitely helping them you know progress as the season moves forward uh other guy who made history robert williams joined an elite club of nicole Jokic and wilt chamberlain as the only players in nba history to have 20 points eight assists eight rebounds on perfect shooting uh, on a night which is very specific stat to some degree, but like that's some seriously good company. People love to be specific in. stats, dude. And they, <laughs> they like filter out all this stuff and they're like, dude, like, look, it's only been three people ever that did this, but it's good yeah. company. That's for, a pretty good stat. For sure, though. good company. Yeah. And one thing that has impressed the hell out of me is his vision with the ball when yeah. he's, you know, yeah. he, he is someone that demands attention when he has the ball too, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I think that sets him aside from Tice. Even though I love Tice and I think he's a tremendous player, I think the Celtics have been better with Robert Williams playing because of the amount of attention that he he gets from teams. Because he's starting to make these extra passes, get um, guys good looks because he has to be double teamed underneath because he's so athletic. Like he had a crazy alley oop yesterday. Like he jumped over Biombo and the guy didn't even have a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. Absolutely ridiculous. He even made a hustle play the other day uh, during the – I think that was the Charlotte game, right, where he dove on the floor. Maybe it was Houston. It was Charlotte. Charlotte. And then Rozier okay, landed. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. They Good called the foul on swapping, swapping jerseys <laughs> after the game. Marcus, Marcus trying to steal the jersey. <laughs> Is it weird yeah. that, like, like Rozier, like, always, like um, – what's the word? Like, he hints, like, that he's in a gang. Like, I feel like – <laughs> but like, I feel like if you're like an owner, should that concern you? Like, is that something to be concerned yeah. about? I don't <laughs> I know. I feel like if he like conducts himself professionally overall, like I don't yeah, think it'll matter that much. That's not the problem. It, I, hey. I worry about like his safety. Like, I, I mean, I, shit. I he's their leading scorer. He's Look their leading scorer. I don't know how a gang would work. <laughs> Look like I, uh, I yeah. know who my father is. That's what I. Do look you like. know? Um, do you know Terry's averaging more than Gordon this season? Yeah, Terry was having a kick-ass season. That's crazy. Terry's having a beast season. But, uh, yeah. Uh, other news, Shemi Ojale officially off the injury report tomorrow night. He can play uh, against Philly, which is good. Uh, it's nice to have him back. I feel like he'll – I wonder how much he will play. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Because now you've got Fournier. Yeah, you've got Romeo, Romeo. for a little bit. That's, that's something else I wanted to ask you. Who do you play – who do you give the minutes? If you had to give, like, you have this 15-minute interval, you could only give it to one person, the other one would get a DMP. Do you play Romeo or Neesmith? Well, it's obviously Romeo. I, I I don't think Neesmith has had enough time to – I mean, yeah, there really is Romeo, but he's showed a lot more, I think, when he's out there that he has a concrete, like, skill set, and for him it's yeah. defensively. He has a good ability to play defense. Neesmith, sure, he can get hot. And I'm not giving up on Neesmith in the slightest. I think he has really good shooting form. I think he has he has like a lot of good qualities about him. I just don't think they've put it together yet, whether it's him or the team, to where he's a serviceable player. And he might be. He may, very well might be, but not yet. So I think Romeo's your guy. My my big thing is between Romeo and Shemi Ojale, because Ojale plays good defense as well. He's had an up season. I don't know. They, Better they, shooter probably right now overall. Yeah, Romeo's probably like more athletic though, and he's faster. Romeo it, shot is weird, interesting. Man. He yeah, like slings it up. It's, it's odd. Definitely awkward. But, uh, it's it's such a weird thing. It's probably gonna be situational a lot of the minutes, but I I think they play better when they have a more set rotation. Yeah, I mean, I agree. we we now understand what you know is supposed to come off the bench with Fournier. Okay, he's giving. Over these last couple of games, he's given them 20 points per game. I think he had 23 and then 17, so it should be 20 apiece. Uh, he's been really, really playing well. Now, did he have a second down game after the first game, or he's only played three games so far? He had a second down game after the first one. It was he made Mavs his debut. Game, then the Mavs. I thought right? he played. I thought he made his debut against the Mavs. <laughs> 
He made his debut against the Pelicans, shot over 10, and then against the Mavs, he shot two for six, I think. Three for six, 0 for two from three. So, like, meh. Gotcha. Very okay. And okay. And his first shot at Celtic was the little pull-up from the free throw line. You'll probably yeah. remember. Yeah. So. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Again, it's meh. And that was the game that Mo Wagner had to start. And that's a nice transition into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Speaking of new guys Celtics have acquired, Luke Cornett has been getting all of the backup center minutes as of late uh, over Mo Wagner. And that begs the question, Sam, once Tristan Thompson returns from injury, because he is now in post-health and safety protocols reconditioning, which is what Romeo was, who do you want playing those backup center minutes? Would you Maybe rather you have double bigs off the bench, Tristan to be honest Thompson. with you. Thompson I, and Luke? Yeah, I think it's going to be situational. I think like if it's like a game against like Philly, you're gonna have Thompson, even though he didn't play well against Embiid either the first two times. Mm-hmm. He played worse than not very good. He was absolutely. But who else do you really have? Like that's the problem. You know, I might play Cornette <laughs> against Embiid over Thompson because at least Cornette can stay there he's, he's and go kill. straight up. He's gonna kill Cornette, dude. I'm telling you, he right. can't be any worse than Thompson was in those first two games. Thompson I'm I'm interested. In it. I like Cornette. That's that's the thing. Like I actually like him. I like that he shoots. He has like good form, even though he didn't make any threes last game. From what I he's remember, he's the only player on the Celtics taller than Embiid. He seems to be a decent player. shot blocker. Yeah, because he, he goes seems straight like up. he gets a good amount of blocks. So maybe he is the guy to play against Embiid. Maybe Embiid will hate him. Maybe Toronto buys out Aaron Baines. Who knows? <laughs> right. There you go, man. You still uh, hey bring Kelly Olynyk back to Boston. I'd love Kelly on this team. I don't think they're gonna buy him out. I wouldn't understand I so why either. they would buy him out. Like yeah, I don't, I don't know. NBA don't big news today, and we can go back to what we were just talking about if if you had more. Uh, Shams tweeted that they are looking to uh, crack down on the dudes taking bad shots to draw fouls. Ah, I'm yes, over the moon. Is. I'm so happy. I've been begging for this. Please, <laughs> no more free throws for guys that are taking terrible shots. Like if you're getting hit while shooting a three, oh yeah, fouled or shooting a three, you have to get hammered. No, no jumping into guys. I, I don't even want it to be an offensive foul. I want guys' stats to go down. I want them to like have their <laughs> shooting percentage go down because that's more uh, effective than giving them an offensive foul. <laughs> Saying, hey man, like right. you do that, you're just gonna miss. You're gonna look like a fool yeah. because they don't want that. Dude, Harden, Harden and Trey Young are probably sweating after seeing that. I don't think Harden has done it as much this season. Trey Young Harden, and no who is Luca? Luca's bad at it too. And I mean, Kemba ain't off the hook either. Oh, Kemba Kemba's is bad smart. too. Ooh. Smart's doing it now too. I a feel bit. like Smart's actually good at it though. You know, like he doesn't. Do <laughs> so it. is Trey Young. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't do it all the time though. That's the thing. But he, when he does do it, like he nails when to do it. Does yeah. that make sense to you? Like yes. he. He isn't looking to draw a foul because he's he's not like a primary scorer. But when he feels it coming, like he's able to do it. But like it's different than trying to do it every yeah. time. Because that's hard. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'm so happy. Um, <laughs> I need so where to did this stem off of? Game next year when it, when it happens, and I'll I'll mm-hmm. be over when the guy's looking at the ref with his hands up, like. Like he just like saw like the most incredible thing he's ever seen. Like he can't believe what he's seeing that he didn't get a foul call for jumping into somebody. Oh, I can't wait. So uh, we were talking about Thompson and Cornette. So you, you just think it'll be situational? I, I tend to I agree. Think it has to be. I think that's the way Brad has done it with centers since they've really not had Horford anymore. I mean, he just okay. kind of puts whoever is the best fit out there. We would see Cantor last year a lot in the playoffs against Embiid because he was a bigger body. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe because Cantor, Cantor, Cornette is, you know, a taller guy. I don't know if he's more muscular than Thompson. Like that's the thing for me. I feel like Thompson's like a big, like stronger guy. Yeah. But like, like we said, he didn't, he didn't do very well against Embiid the first time. In his defense, though. He he's been better since then. I'm not even talking defensively. I'm just talking overall. And maybe it was a getting back up to speed still kind of deal. Because you have to remember, Jeff Teague, Tristan Thompson did not play basketball since last March in real games. Teague even like said, "Did you tell us this? Was it Steve? Someone told me this, or I heard it on the radio. Like he was talking in the post game. Oh, I think it was on the Cedric Maxwell podcast. I think that's what it was. And Cedric Maxwell was saying how." Um, Teague was talking to them uh, in the post-game interview in one of the, like his last games saying, like, yeah, like it feels good to be getting back up to speed. Like 
I had to like practice against my brother. Like that's all I had is competition. Like oh, he was. So these guys were not getting like good runs. Like yeah, of course, like yeah. they're gonna be a step slow. So maybe I mean, Tristan Thompson hasn't played basketball in a little while either. So mm-hmm. that's another thing. I don't know if he needs to get thrown right into the fire tomorrow night or not. But it's something yeah. to keep your eye on. Maybe maybe he's not as bad as he was the first two times. Maybe Cornette does a good job. Who knows? Yeah. Our um our friend Tim Shields, go follow him at Tim Shields NBA on Twitter. Um tweeted retweeted something. Uh it's a little snippet of an article. I don't know where it's from. Uh Time Lord is one of the NBA's best organic nicknames, but on nights where Robert Williams logs over five assists, he needs to be called Dime Lord. This has been happening quite a lot recently. Williams has twenty-three assists and only three turnovers in five games since being named starter. Twenty-three assists in three turnovers. That's ridiculous. He's been yeah. absolutely absurd. And he makes I don't really know if it good decisions. Sean Grandy. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if it was Sean Grandy, Scal, or Chris Mannix, because I can't remember which game it was. Um, but during the broadcast, one of them said every single Celtics possession has to touch Time Lord's hands. Because when it's in his hands, the offense just opens up like it, it's immaculate. You know, he can get the ball to where it needs to be, he can hit cutters, he can hit guys, he, he can hit Tatum at the top of the key, set a screen, roll to the rim. It, it's just he makes the Celtics offense better. And uh it's weird because this is, seems like the one place that every single Celtics fan has been right for the whole season and it's taken them so long to notice it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like usually it's, oh, play taco. Oh, trade Marcus Mark. But like the one thing like Facebook, Twitter, everyone can agree on was play Robert Williams more. And it took yeah, them so long and thing. now it's right. Yeah. Well, like I understand why it took a while. Like Tice is still a good player and you can't deny yes. he's not. He's not good. You know, they had – Coming into the season, Robert Williams was a like so, like like solidified as the number three center on the team. Tristan Thompson was a big signing. Tice was you know the starter last season. Robert Williams had his work cut out for him, and to his credit, he made it work. You know he he put in the work. He played well. He continues to play well as a starter. He is someone that looks like he's going to be in the future plans for this team as well. I, I'm excited about him. He's an exciting player to watch. He plays with energy. He's passing the ball now, which Tatum still doesn't do. Uh, I, was, I was, oh my God, I was getting so pissed at the game yesterday. Because you can just see, like, first of all, other people, I'm not the only one that's pissed, by the way. There are other people saying, screaming to pass the ball. Can you believe yeah. that? Yeah. I, well, I've been saying this the whole season. I would just like to say, I've been telling Tatum to pass the ball since the start of the season. I called him, what? What did I call him? A glorified Marcus Morris at one point, which might have been a little harsh, but I've I've been calling for Tatum to stop. Marcus Morris might be a better isolation player than Tatum. <laughs> uh, statistically, you're probably right. This probably. Time. I mean, uh, he's got he's just got so many reps at it. That's all he does. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but Tatum uh, yesterday, like being there, I feel like for some reason on TV, I don't notice these things, but like you can literally see the whole team just go to the other side of the floor on some of these possessions like that is the plan is for him to be just dribbling it needs to stop because it they, the way the tatum thing needs to work from now on is i have no problem with tatum taking shots but early in the game he needs to be getting to the basket not taking sidestep threes and it doesn't make yeah. sense to me because he will get switched onto guys and this is when he isolates it, like big guys like biombo was guarding him Instead of going to the basket, he, like, shoots. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, the whole point. Tatum can get to the basket whenever he wants. Yeah, I don't know why he doesn't do it. And that's why he played so well against Milwaukee is he got to a hard – he got (laughs) off to a hot start because Uh, he was going to the basket. And then he he was able to have the confidence to make all those shots, the tough shots that he loves to take, were falling because he was already hot. He needs to start doing that every game, and then he can be a really effective player. I was listening to um, The Mismatch, a podcast with uh, Chris Vernon and Kevin O'Connor, KOC, uh, on my five-and-a-half-hour drive back uh, to home this morning. But um, it kept me sane, so that was good. They said the Celtics, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm fairly certain these are the stats, but feel free to fact-check me if you're listening. Celtics are 11th in isolation attempts this season, around the top 10. Well, Jack, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to be correcting you. I'm, I'm not going to be because I don't 20, follow the stats. 27th in isolation efficiency. So they're the 27th. They're the third worst team in the NBA when it comes to – or fourth worst when it comes to shooting from isolation. But they take the top 10 most in the league. 
which is baffling. It makes absolutely no sense, and I don't understand it. For the most part, though, these last two games, the ones they've won, um, the ball has been moving quite a bit. And, and Shadow Fournier for giving them the confidence to move the ball around a little yeah. bit more because they are legitimately – and Robert Williams even said it Friday – they're like going out of their way to try and make it so he gets looks. And he, he has been cashing out, which is good. And they are running. Absolutely. Mm. That's all the topics I had today. I do have a new game that I wanted to play. I have, I have I, a, two, a couple things I want to talk about after. All right. We, no, we can, silly, we can run with silly your things. things. Yeah, we can run with your silly things first because I have a game called This or That. And it's basically – I'm going to give you two scenarios. Uh, most of them are Celtics-based. Some are just things that I think would annoy you, and I think it would be funny to get your reaction for. Okay. So, uh, and we can uh, give you I, I want to end on my stuff. Uh, Do the game first because it's right, very like minimal, like nitpick. Sam thinks these things are interesting kind of things. <laughs> All right. I got you. So this or that. Like I said, some of these are going to annoy you. Some of them you might actually find interesting, okay. but they're things that right. I think will make good content. I, I think stuff. content is great when I'm annoyed. Content is king. There you yeah. go. So this or that, would you rather – and l- let's not think of this in the context of a trade because I know you don't like giving up assets. Mm-hmm. So you get to put either of these players on the Celtics, but you okay. have to put one of them on the Celtics. You have to. Okay. Kyle Lowry or Ben Simmons? I think Ben Simmons would be really um, – because he's younger, first of all. Um, okay. I think he would be really – honestly, not that bad as a Celtic because he would have a lot of guys to pass to, you know, mm-hmm. kicking out on the perimeter. It would be like a good game for him. Also, I think Brad would be able to coach him up to shoot threes. He's done that with Baines. Uh, Horford continued his three-point growth as a Celtic. Like, guys continue to – he loves guys to be able to shoot. Tice improved his shooting. Like, if you just look at it, like, guys will shoot under Brad Stevens. That's like an emphasis I think he has as a coach. So I think Ben Simmons. And what if, what if it was just for this season and they would be gone next year? That way it takes age out of it. Uh, I, th- I also think that Lowry has good things about him too. Like he plays really hard. Like people here would like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still say Simmons cause of his size. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you until like the cows come home that he sucks. But I mean, if he was on the Celtics, I think it would be a good fit for him, but probably better than Philly. Okay. Gotcha. No one to clog the paint. All right. This one's going to pain you. And I did it specifically cause I thought it'd be super funny. So these are your two options, right? LeBron James wins the championship this year, but the Celtics make the playoffs. Or LeBron doesn't win and the Celtics miss the playoffs. Miss the playoffs. You would rather yeah. the Celtics miss no, the playoffs no, than LeBron No, no hesitation. Wow. Really? I don't want that them to not what the Celtics. I, They're okay. tied at 17 apiece. I, a thousand so you would rather – and I'm talking yeah. no play in either. Celtics don't no, make anything. No, don't care. Like, wow. I would, I would have them lose <laughs> every single game in a season if it meant the Lakers wouldn't win. Like really? right now. You know, like – they are legitimate content. Let's try again, Sam. They are legitimate <laughs> contenders right now. Um, yeah. So, like, you don't want them to win. No, okay. I, I, the Lakers wow. losing is more important than the Celtics having mild success. Okay, I'm surprised by that. So, if it meant the Celtics made the finals, but LeBron would win, you'd still rather them miss it overall. Yeah, I don't want them to okay. lose the Lakers in the finals. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's it's a little bit tougher though because I do like the experience of getting to the finals. I think it'd be a good time, but I wouldn't. I'd prefer them just okay. not to get it all. I'm, like I'm a little surprised by that answer, but in hindsight, it makes I understand. So that makes sense. All right, this one has an like main question and then a follow up one. Um, obviously, center uh, outside of Robert Williams as of late has been the main you know quote unquote weakness of the Celtics in the years past. Uh, if you could pick one of these two guys to finish out the Celtics, you know, starting five or whatever, would you take Embiid or Jokic for the Celtics? oh that's tough because i think Jokic moves the ball really well which is a really good thing about robert williams but i love him being like a lot and uh, i'll probably say this this is tough because i knew this would be i like his game a lot too he plays a lot like larry bird like it would be so fun to have him (laughs) i i knew but i like it too much i think passing or Embiid. (laughs) yeah i think i think Embiid is just so it would be so much fun to have on the celtics and they're both MVP candidates, so you really can't go wrong. Yeah, he talks he talks MVP. a lot of shit. He's similar to KG, I think, in his uh, attitude. I'll give you this, though. Jokic has not missed a game this season. So That's also not. true. That would be helpful. But you know he'd come to the Celtics and, even, and instantly like have to sit out. That's <laughs> how it goes. All right, so you're taking Embiid? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Also, run down my answers. I'd take Simmons. I'd probably... I'd probably lean towards your answer, Celtics missed the playoffs, because they get a lot of... Have I convinced you? I, <laughs> a little I bit. Sweat? I don't know. Yeah. 
I guess because part of it is just I know the Celtics won't win the championship, so it would take the fun out of watching the playoffs too. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, if, they're, if yeah. it's guaranteed that they won't win, yeah, yeah. Why? Who cares? And then I might lean towards um, Jokic. I like the passing. I think that would really. Make the I mean, it, it's a win-win there. But I mean, yeah, exactly. And my follow-up was: if you could add any player in the NBA to this Celtics team right now, right now, any player in the NBA, you could just add them, no trade, anything. You add them to this team. Would it be Embiid or would it be someone else? It might be Embiid, honestly. Like That's a good point. I wasn't thinking Embiid, honestly. The first thing I thought was Rondo, just to be me. <laughs> but uh, it, like for a serious answer, the Celtics' biggest weakness right now is probably like – might be defensive intensity, to be honest with you, at some points. Would you take Giannis? Oh, Giannis. Giannis is the guy. Yeah, it's Giannis. It, it's Giannis. <laughs> yep, that's the guy right there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Maybe KD. Maybe it's KD. Yeah, you could take KD too. I, I the and reason I, I said Giannis because I want guess. someone that can handle the ball and pass it well. Like Giannis averages what seven assists a game. Like I want someone Giannis realistically. It might be LeBron, but Maybe I mean Luca. Yeah, Luca didn't play defense. Though. I think I take Luca. There's no defense though. You don't get defense with Luca. That's true. But I mean, it's did tough. you see him fucking shoot a fadeaway from the hour back signature last week? I mean, yeah, <laughs> he, he's like such a good offensive player in terms of ball movement, and he dominates the ball. So that would Tatum could fuck off. You know who would be nasty? I don't think you like him, but James Harden on this team would be disgusting. That would be gross. If, if he wanted to be here, ball. yeah, because like he's yeah. played really well for the Nets. He's moved the ball well. No, I'm talking like you add anybody to the team, they want to be here. They'd be like fully yeah. buy into the. Yeah, offense. no, Harden was someone that I thought about. I was thinking like other people than Giannis. Yeah, I see mm-hmm. that. Not Kyrie. Yeah, he can go. Rocks. Um, <laughs> Shea Gillis Alexander. Yeah, if Curry. you think of like lower tier guys like Shea, oh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell would be a good one. I know you love Brogdon. 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 Mm-hmm. You know who would be, be a good great? One. Great mid tier guy. Jimmy Butler on this team would be nasty. He'd kick Yeah, him. people would love Jimmy Butler here. Or Bam. Just, Imagine Bam on the Celtics. Uh, I think I think Jimmy Butler is like the guy you would want. Not not yeah, anything yeah. against Bam, but in terms <laughs> no, of yeah. like. Jimmy Butler would be an excellent Celtic, Jimmy. for sure. There you go. I can't think of anybody else. I wouldn't want Trey Young that much. He doesn't play defense. He's a um, – yeah. LeBron, I know you hate him, but LeBron would be – I wouldn't want him here. He'd be such a pain he'd, in the ass. He'd kick ass, though. Like he, He'd be such a pain in the ass, Jack. I'm not even joking. Like, <laughs> don't don't give me a hypothetical of him not being a pain in the ass because he will be. Get Zion. Get Zion. Zion him. would be a good one. If he, John Moran. Get John Moran. Yeah, John Moran is someone John. I would like because it completes your lineup more than Zion. Uh, Zion kind of does too. Yeah. Oh man, we're just we're just dreaming now. Uh, sorry, folks. Um, okay, I got two more for you. Then we can talk about what you wanted. To if talk you're about. watching so, on YouTube, or if you want to reply in the tweets, uh, who who's your answer to that last one? That's a good one. Give us your answers. Give your yeah. answers to all these. Subscribe yeah. to whatever <laughs> you're listening on. Hmm. Too. All right. Here you go. Option A: Gordon Hayward never gets injured. Right, that never happens. Two, Horford never leaves. Oh, that's tough too. I think yeah. I think the Horford one is is the one for me. Even a, with Robert Williams, where he's at now. Yeah, because I think Horford was a good mentor to Robert Williams. I think okay. I think if Horford doesn't leave, they make the finals. Might even mess around a win last year, and um, I think he continues to be a good mentor to Robert Williams. If Hayward get doesn't get injured. I think it potentially stunts the growth, the growth of at least one of the Jays. Okay. Because he's yeah. going to have a bigger role, or maybe the, there's chemistry issues from the jump there. Instead of having that fun 2018 run, I think I think Horford is a safe bet. If, but I also love Al Horford. <clears throat> yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, there you go. And do you know King of the Fourth Quarter? This is out of I don't know where the YouTuber. He just tweeted Pierce finessed his way out of an ESPN contract. <laughs> Good for him, dude. Honestly, so ESPN is the worst, and I've said it many times. ESPN is the absolute worst. Their content is boring. The only like person on their station that's not like a commentator that you really look forward to listening to is Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, and they do have I some cool Steven. people. Like Scott Van Pelt's cool, but like I don't think I would ever like be excited to hear like oh like he went on a rant. But like you hear Stephen A. Smith like loses his mind. That's something He's else. Like, it's different. like there's no he, there's not a single person on that station that like. 
like they could like give them a show and I'd be like, oh, wow, like I really got to listen to that besides Stephen A. Smith. And that's what they did with Stephen A. Smith. He's got his own show now, which is good for him, man. He, he earns his money. I'll say that. He's a, he's a changed their name to the Stephen A. Smith Network. <laughs> for real. And obviously, you got to give props to Mike Breen for ESPN. Yeah, Mike Breen's great. He's like one of the few commentators that, like, when Mike Gorman's not on the game, I don't mind. Like, that's not a bad. Like, and he did Celtics the other day, right? He did the Celtics game the other day. What game? No, Which one? I know. I know he did a Celtics game recently, or unless I'm losing. I, don't I think he did. Maybe it was the Mavericks game because I think that was on TV. But oh, I'm I fairly I certain I watched he did. that one. Uh, and if it's I on watch NBC on, um, Sports, I watch it on yeah. NBC Sports. The only reason I don't sometimes is because I have a huge delay, so I don't like to be too far behind. I have a delay regardless. It's brutal. Um, the last thing I had for you. Um, a, there's drama. He brings nothing. He resigns. He keeps his word. Celtics play fine, whatever. There's no drama. Or Kyrie never comes, and that trade never happens. Well, the the first one is, like, guaranteed good. Right, because like if he's not a prick, then there's really not any problem. Am I right? Like there's not gonna be a problem. Yeah. But he was a prick. Yeah. He didn't try in the playoffs. Like if he if he gave it his all, I think they could have been a lot better. But it's more fun to think about the other option, right? Like say he doesn't come. Yeah. But here's here's the reason why I think him being on the Celtics is a good thing because if Isaiah Thomas comes back and they never traded him right, he's gonna get the Kemba treatment where people are shitting on him. Because he's not playing yeah. well. I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, you know, like it, it's good that they like got rid of him. Like it's it's messed up that like he had all those unfortunate like spells on other teams, and he didn't get a big contract. And the Celtics might have had to pay him, by the way, if he did come back. Yeah, um, yeah true. But in terms of his legacy with the Celtics, he was better off getting traded because he left at the absolute pinnacle. But who knows? Because if he does stay. Maybe he gets better treatment. Who kn- I I don't know. I but then you also have that extra Nets pick. We talked about it before. Colin Sexton is there. Michael Porter Jr. is there. Who else was there? Jack. You told me last Michael time. Porter SGA Jr. was there. Oh oh. SGA yeah, was me, the one. Gilgis Alexander. W- they could have got him with that pick. Yeah. So. SGA was the big one. Was that 2018 NBA draft? Yeah. Yep. 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 So like that's another. There, it's like a really good. Um, butterfly effect. I yeah, because um, then maybe Gordon Hayward doesn't get hurt if Kyrie doesn't get tra- uh, traded here. Not saying it's his fault, but that he was just the one that you know threw the pass. Colin Sexton, uh, Mikhail Bridges would have been nice. Shea, obviously, Miles Shea, Bridges. Shea Gilders Alexander is the one. <laughs> Who knows? They could have messed up the draft yeah. pick too. Even yeah. though Danny's been pretty good with his. Ah, well, his higher picks. I mean, the back of the lottery hasn't been great. Neesmith and Langford so far haven't been great. But he, he nailed Williams, nailed Rozier, nailed Tatum and Brown. He's been decent lately. If I had to guess, they probably would have taken a Shea or a Sexton type player, though, because they, they, there were no good centers. They ended up taking Robert Williams that draft. There were no good centers. Like the Wendell Carter was picked seventh, then it was the Celtics who, where they would have been at eight. The next Maybe they make another picked, trade. You never know. The Maybe next center picked else. was Robert Williams. So there was no centers available unless they reached for Rob Williams. So the player they would have picked probably would have been either – I don't think they would have picked a wing because they had Hayward. They had those two guys, right? Or was it, No, the draft was before Hayward signing? Or am I tripping? Maybe. After. Okay. Was it, so he had, they had, he had the season where he was hurt. Yeah. So they had um, Brown, Tatum, Hayward. So they probably would have gone guard to back up Isaiah or play the two guards. So they probably would have gone Shea or Colin Sexton, realistically, or um, Mikhail Bridges if you wanted to go a little bit taller, which all would have been pretty good picks looking back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't change history. It's interesting to see uh, you know, how, how it really goes because there's so many different things that could happen if they didn't trade for Kyrie. They could have had a whole nother trade which we yeah. don't even know about with that pick. Cause they, they probably didn't want to use that pick. They were kind of set yeah. with talent. They and just... after the first three, there was really no sure thing in that draft. Cause you knew what Aiden, you knew Trey, you knew Luca. Like those guys were, I don't know. If you, you, you didn't know Luca. I mean, he's a foreign I, player. That's oh, a big time risk. Most people knew he was going to be, uh, maybe not this good, but most people knew yeah. he'd be like, like 27 and seven. still pick Marvin Bagley. So <laughs> The Kings are a whole different issue. We don't, we don't have to get into the Kings, but uh, uh, let us know your answers to these questions if you're watching on YouTube in the comments or tweet. Like, at us subscribe, at share, whatever. Tell your things. friends about the podcast. Yeah. We're not done yet because I have some things I want to complain about. Yes, sir. Uh, 
So one thing at the game yesterday that really frustrated me, I was very disappointed in the uh, the hype video. Very, it was awful, Jack. The in the hype <laughs> video, the whole the whole thing is like they're growing like plants like out of their body, like they have vines all over them. Oh, it's what? awful. The oh, song isn't oh, good. No. They don't What's have anybody scream at the end. I don't know what the song is, but there's they, no they scream. Well, they have like people's like they have like the images of people screaming. Like there's one of Tatum, one of Smart, but there's no like isolated like rah at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Which is Why? disappointing. I don't know. The, the people are fumbling the bag with these. Maybe they're afraid to go back. But one thought that I had, and I don't know if you'll agree with this. You'll probably like tell me like I'm biased with the uh, take. <laughs> but I think the beat that they should have when they introduce the Celtics, you know, like after the hype video. And like it drops, and then they introduce the starting lineup. It should be bonfire, and I'll tell you why. One, uh, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Let me. No, no. My... I'm fully with you here. Yeah. the The siren at the beginning would be fire. Okay. And is it, if you do it long enough, like if you make it like a tradition or a consistent, right? At least by the end of the season, people will start to sing along with the beat, like the like the chorus in the beat. That would be so fire is if you had like 18,000 people just going, oh, like that would be so fire. If, if you got like fans into it, oh, like, look, 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 you're all smiling and stuff. I, you know, that'd be, I, I it'd be so fire. Because just that beat in like siren and intro alone, like obviously you can't play it's the hype. lyrics. It's a bonfire at the sun because yeah. it's a little much, but it's like, so, oh, oh, it would be so, so oh, hype. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be the equivalent of like, of seven nation army when the heat used to do it yeah uh, it would be like that it would be so so fire as if they got everybody in on it and they all joined in on like the the chorus it would be they like years like that could be a tradition that's what i'm saying is if they did it for a while it would be like like sweet caroline almost not like the same thing but like people would participate that's what you want you want yeah. the crowd to participate that would be like the most epic like the pre-game feeling. introductions is if you had the whole garden doing the chorus to that beat it would wow. be something. Else. No, oh, yeah, I'm fully with you there. I love that song too. But so. the Celtics have fumbled the bag on the uh, <laughs> intro. That was terrible. It, it, I mean, Paladino does his best, uh, the PA announcer, but I mean, the video was terrible. It said, "I was like, what the hell is this?" The the song. Let me say, the song in the video wasn't the worst. It's better than they what, what they used to. I don't know what it was. I don't remember like vividly. What I do remember is just seeing like vines grow over like people's chest. And I said, what the hell are they like doing? Like green vines or just Yeah. Green. And they have the shots from like the NBC sports commercials where like it's snowing out and they're on the rooftop. Okay, like yeah. it's weird. I don't know. The one last year was meh. No, the, was the ones over the last couple of years have been terrible. Like they had the stupid, the drone one. They had the one where <laughs> the like they. thing. Yeah, they have like the glasses on. That was stupid. It was it better than the vines. Like is the vines the worst yet? Like those are all equally bad to me. The vines was just like it doesn't make sense. Like, do they have like a requirement of like things like they can't like go back and make like good ones? Like they have to like try out new ideas. Is that what the new thing is? Like, I I don't get it. And if if you listen to our podcast, you have anything to do with that? Like, comment, tweet at us. Like, tell us why the hell like that was picked, and tell us why Bonfire (laughs) is not the beat that they're introduced to. Yeah, that would be elite. Great. I I would. There's another thing. I would pitch money. No, this is it. Uh, <laughs> I would pitch money for them to like, you know, we can start like a GoFundMe, buy the rights Take to the beat fire. from Donald and and play it or, or get Where's the rights. Donald from? I feel like Donald's he's from he's Atlanta. Really... He's from Georgia. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, he'd sell it to the Hawks first. <laughs> Maybe that would be the most incredible. Like I'm just like envisioning it. Like imagine like a opening night or like a playoff game and everybody's juiced up and then that comes on and they start singing along with it. On, like, a national game? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. If they got it, like, to the point where everyone's singing along, that could be equivalent of, like, you know the Bulls song, like, dun-dun-dun? Yeah, yeah. It would be, like, the same. It would be something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not to that level, but, yeah. Yeah, when you edit this, you should totally, like, put the song over us trying to do the songs with our voices because it sounds really (laughs) bad. And Uh, we sound, like, like terrible. But, um, uh, yeah, that would be epic. And, I don't know anything else that you could think of like would be a good. I mean, I I don't know if you can top that to be honest. I'm not I'm not being like I'm not doing a bit. No, like, I think that might be the best. Like, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I think that might be the best possible like idea for like an intro. Oh yeah. Like, 
And I know every word to that song. Like I love that song too. Yeah. So it's just I know I know a lot of words to a lot of songs by him. <laughs> Childish Gambino, Elite. Um but yeah, is, is there anything else you wanted to bring up before we wrap up here? That's all I had for the day, but uh Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm really thirsty. Uh, Alrighty. I my water before the show. <laughs> well in uh in that case, uh thank you all for listening or watching if you're on YouTube. Uh make sure to subscribe or Follow the podcast. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. Uh, you guys can follow me at Jackson NBA. Make sure to follow us at Bannertown USA. We do recaps. We do pregame shows. We do all that. Appreciate your support. And uh, Sam, wrap us up. Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching whatever one you're doing. Um, if you're watching, like, share, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends about us if you're listening. Um, you know, leave a review, whatever Jack said. Uh, you follow Jack, Jackson NBA. Follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA. I think we're getting a little bit more followers on there too getting there Uh, yeah you can follow me at sam lafrance nba that's our show for today bye